All right, you're tuned into West Coast Fog. How's everybody doing? We're up here in uh, Corte Madera, California. We just parked out in the parking lot and we walked into Phil's Coffee. We're at Phil's Coffee to see some paintings here from our good friend, Karma Moffat. He has an exhibition up here. Oil paintings by Karma Moffat, Pure Land and Light Mandala. Pretty great stuff. There's some seascapes and I don't know, most of you guys have probably seen his paintings on his Instagram, but there's kind of like clouds in a mandala pattern. That's kind of the main theme, but there's some sort of sylvan uh, countryside scenes, creekside, creekside piece, no nymphs, but it looks like a place where some nymphs might be uh, cavorting. The one right when you walk in has like a nice bright sun in the circle of clouds with a checkerboard floor in perspective. That might be my favorite one. But yeah, it's good to it's good to see Karma's work up here in public. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we just received notice. We got an alert on our iPhones that the whole county and all the surrounding counties up here in Northern California. I've just received notice from the governor, Gavin Newsom, to shelter at home because the uh, pandemic is nigh. So this is the end of uh, public life here in Marin County, as we know it right now. The only people in here are like high school kids and they're not really paying much attention to karma's cosmic paintings. They should be, but they're not. All the older uh, Marin wizards who would normally be in here drinking their smuggled-in hash tea from their Yeti insulated mugs and catching up on Wizards of Mendo uh, Instagram stories. I guess they're in, they're in the danger age range. So they're all cloistered up somewhere, out of harm's way. But we're here, we're sort of in between those age brackets, so we're here having a natural chai and broadcasting from a table in the corner, inconspicuously. We should be playing some Karma Moffat since we're here looking at his work, but um, that might be too meta, so I'm going to leave that for another night. We just heard something there from Fillmore, California. Fillmore in the early 80s. Uh, Peter Van Riper did something off his Healing Music CD with some um, undulating metal objects, Tibetan bowls maybe, who knows. But it's healing and it's helping. And before Peter Van Riper, we heard something off of a tape, the tape, uh, Aeolian Melodies from Aeolius, 1982. African Heat is what we heard. Some kalimba and flute dragon productions from uh, Hawaii, home of Tulsi. Mahalo for listening. And then we heard a piece from uh, The Growth Ring, The Growth Ring, mysterious, mysterious combo from somewhere on the coast. Uh, they did a song called Raindrop Meditation. 
And we started off with um, Crystal Rainbows, something off the album Crystal Rainbows. 1978 Moonshine was the name of the song. Featuring Carl Fudge on the clavichord, Susan Rockliffe, Fender Bass, and Triple Ocarina. Jan Brooks Lloyd, the Bicentennial Turkey Tambourine, and some rubber piano, jaw harp, finger cymbals, flexitone. This record came out along with uh, an exhibition at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. Jeff, American primitive instruments have been combined with state-of-the-art recording technology to produce an amazing expression of far-sighted creativity, both idiomatically and technologically. People from all over, some from California, Susan's from San Pedro. But yeah, Crystal Rainbows, The Sounds of Harmonious Craft. Original music composed by William Penn. All right, so we're gonna sit here and soak up the atmosphere. Thanks to karma for decorating our lives. It's sad to think that these paintings will be locked up in here in this Phil's coffee for the next three weeks under quarantine. But maybe when we emerge from all this, they'll still be here. We can come back and look at them again. I'm gonna play some more music now. This is something from um, Henry Warwick from, uh, he lived in San Francisco. He lived in San Francisco like back when I did, I guess. I didn't know him, but he hung out down in the Lower Haight, apparently, and um, originally from New Jersey. This is um, something he recorded in 1987 off a tape called Electronic Etudes. It says this was Henry's first significant recording of electronic music. His girlfriend at the time was giving him static because he had no credit rating. He was 27 years old, had no debt and no credit rating. He was happy about that, but she wasn't. So he took out a loan and built his studio, an Atari 1040 ST computer, a Korg DSS-1 sampler synth, and a Yamaha TX-81Z, a couple of effects units, a mixer, and other MIDI sundries. Having a keyboard to play was a revelation, and he immediately set about developing a number of studies for the synths recorded into the Atari as MIDI data, and then recorded directly to cassette. About 50 cassettes were produced, traded, gifted, and sold. Henry doesn't have any more. They're all gone, but if someone out there has a Henry Warwick cassette for me, we would love to have it to play on the show here. But this is the next best thing. You can listen to it on uh, Henry's Bandcamp, Henry Warwick Bandcamp page. That's where it's happening. And then after Henry, we're going to hear something from well, we're gonna go. We're gonna jump over to Jamaica, Queens, Jamaica. Sri Chinmoy playing a flute piece called Dove, 1987, from his cassette uh, Blue Aspiration Plants in Green Dedication Garden. And then we'll zip over to Los Angeles and hear something from a tape called Live with the Transport, Transport Tapes, 1983, from Still Life. The song's called To the Light, To the Light from Still Life. And then we'll end that set with a little glass harmonica piece, also from the Crystal Rainbows LP. And then by then we might need a chai refill, so we'll um, check in there. This is West Coast Fog.
You're here with West Coast Fog still, here at Phil's Coffee in Corte Madera, holding court with a bunch of high school kids. When I was in high school, kids didn't drink coffee, but this is a new age. We've moved past uh, U-Ban, cans of U-Ban coffee. Outside the pandemic is rolling in like the marine layer in here. It's still business as usual, pretty much. We heard something there from the Crystal Rainbow LP, like I said. Before that was the song from Still Life from Los Angeles, To the Light for Ellen. Still Life is playing their tribal raga hypnotic spellbinding 
ambient music, that's what they call it. Casio bass, guitar, drums, marimba, and vibraphone. Still Life, 1981. Sri Chinmoy did a little flute playing and heavy breathing, close breathing. You want to avoid that in this day and age for health reasons. Henry Warwick from across the bridge in San Francisco did an electronic etude, 1987 also. Peter Van Riper, further down in the uh, Ventura River Valley, just a short commute to CalArts, did some healing music. Yeah, I guess that's where we were. So we got a couple songs for you, long ones, longish ones. And then we're going to get back in the car and drive down to Los Angeles. Los Angeles isn't on lockdown yet, so we'll still be able to move about freely. The first thing we're going to hear is something from a tape called Manifest Ecstasy by Peter Stenschel. It says, this recording is based on the idea that art can be created in an ecstatic state. These are intuitive, ecstatic compositions. The improvisations were performed spontaneously and the overdubs are themselves spontaneous responses to the original statements. The collages were pieced together with a trust in what Jung called synchronicity, meaningful chance. I hope you find these pieces enjoyable and their inner logic suggestive of new musical possibilities. We're going to hear one called, I think it's the last one on the tape, 1981, Japanese bird songs recorded in Numazu, Japan, with the sliding doors open to the birds of the neighborhood. Improvisation inspired by Hindustani classical music and by Terry Riley's music. Peter Stenschel from Minnesota, but moved out to California, like a lot of those Lutherans did. And then lastly, lastly something from Suzanne Doucette and Christian Buhner, New Age, calling themselves New Age, from the tape called Transmission. We're going to hear the song called Shiva's Dance. Imagine candlelight, old books, and the sandalwood smell of burning incense. It's late Friday night, Good Friday. Somewhere in the thin belt of memory is ringing up the images of the Exodus gypsies, nomadic tribes, many feet trudging through the desert sand, through the grass and through the snow, endless rows of people, centuries of people all carrying their crosses through the fire of karma, the sound of the jungle drums calling each other for the universal dance. Phoenix is rising from the ashes. Shiva's dance begins. Recorded in 1983 in Munich, Florian. This was in Munich. Anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. And uh, hold your breath for the next couple weeks and wash your paws. Keep your paws clean. This is West Coast Fog holding court with a bunch of high school kids. When I was in high school, kids didn't drink coffee, but this is a new age. We've moved past uh, U-Ban, cans of U-Ban coffee. Outside the pandemic is rolling in like the marine layer. In here, it's still business as usual, pretty much. We heard something there from the Crystal Rainbow LP, like I said, before that was the song from Still Life from Los Angeles, To the Light for Ellen. Still Life is playing their tribal raga hypnotic spellbinding 
ambient music, that's what they call it. Casio bass, guitar, drums, marimba and vibraphone. Still Life, 1981. Sri Chin Moy did a little flute playing and heavy breathing, close breathing. You want to avoid that in this day and age for health reasons. Henry Warwick from across the bridge in San Francisco did an electronic etude, 1987 also. Peter Van Riper, further down in the uh, Ventura River Valley, just a short commute to CalArts, did some healing music. Yeah, I guess that's where we were. So we got a couple songs for you, long ones, longish ones. And then we're going to get back in the car and drive down to Los Angeles. Los Angeles isn't on lockdown yet, so we'll still be able to move about freely. The first thing we're going to hear is something from a tape called Manifest Ecstasy by Peter Stenschel. It says, this recording is based on the idea that art can be created in an ecstatic state. These are intuitive, ecstatic compositions. The improvisations were performed spontaneously and the overdubs are themselves spontaneous responses to the original statements. The collages were pieced together with a trust in what Jung called synchronicity, meaningful chance. I hope you find these pieces enjoyable and their inner logic suggestive of new musical possibilities. We're going to hear one called, I think it's the last one on the tape, 1981, Japanese bird songs recorded in Numazu, Japan, with the, the sliding doors open to the birds of the neighborhood. Improvisation inspired by Hindustani classical music and by Terry Riley's music. Peter Stenschel from Minnesota, but moved out to California, like a lot of those Lutherans did. And then lastly, lastly something from Suzanne Doucette and Christian Buhner, New Age, calling themselves New Age, from the tape called Transmission. We're going to hear the song called Shiva's Dance, Imagine, Candlelight, Old Books and the Sandalwood Smell of Burning Incense. It's late Friday night, Good Friday. Somewhere in the thin belt of memory is ringing up the images of the Exodus gypsies, nomadic tribes, many feet trudging through the desert sand, through the grass and through the snow, endless rows of people, centuries of people all carrying their crosses through the fire of karma, the sound of the jungle drums calling each other for the universal dance. Phoenix is rising from the ashes. Shiva's dance begins. Recorded in 1983 in Munich, Florian. This was in Munich. Anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. And uh, hold your breath for the next couple weeks and wash your paws. Keep your paws clean. This is West Coast Fog.